What's going on? You are tuned into the Fitness Connection with Zach Williams. I'm your host, Zach Williams. And here today, I'm here to bring you information on how fitness can relate to just about anything, whether it be your life, sports, relationships, money, etc. My goal is to do one of the three things, to either educate, empower, or edify what you have currently going on in your life right now. And real quick, I just want to say we got a what, less than a month left in the year. So hopefully everybody listening has had a good uh, 2019 going to 2020. So let's keep it rolling. Keep all the positive going and all the prosperity. And hopefully everything you wish for you get in uh, 2020. But other than that, let's begin to the uh, topic for today. Uh, basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a part one and part two of uh, it's called improving mental health through exercise. So I'm going to do a part one. So today... I'm just gonna go over uh, anxiety, and probably next one I'll do uh, probably like depression. And the only uh, those are the only two that I have current knowledge over. Uh, any other ones, if I run across something, I'll let you guys know. Other than that, these are the main two I'll do. Uh, depending on how it goes, I may do more in the future. Uh, but other than that, let's just get right into it. So by the numbers. As far as uh, improving mental health exercise by the numbers, anxiety disorders costs the U.S. more than $42 billion a year, uh, which is a crazy amount of money. So, yeah, the total annual cost of anxiety disorders has been estimated to be between $42.3 billion and $46.6 billion, of which more than 75% can be attributed to mortality, loss of productivity, and other indirect costs. So that's a lot. Uh, just think about it in comparison to the total uh, economic burden of coronary artery disease maybe high as $133.2 billion. So it's not as high as that, but it's pretty high uh, by the numbers. So I think that is a very, very crazy amount, if I'd say so. Uh, I feel like it's something that we can definitely get down in a sense as far as like cost wise uh, there's, I thought there's other ways we can improve that aspect through exercise maybe to bring down the cost and you know be able to use that money I wouldn't say more effectively because it has been used in the right hands but more so like the information out there about it there's more to it I would say and just by I don't think by you know just giving somebody pills and hoping you know everything gonna be better, uh, it's solving anything. You know, uh, obviously, what does what, uh, what is a good treatment would definitely have to be the uh, psychotherapy. So that's like uh, it's like cognitive behavioral therapy. What they do for uh, specific specific uh, types of anxiety. I know, especially if you have any type of phobia too as well, those are good. So that is good in that sense. But the uh, as far as the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical part, that really uh, doesn't sit well because there are some uh, drugs called, one of them is called benzodiazepines, which have been widely studied and utilized class of drugs for anxiety disorders and were the treatment choice for many years. 
but they produce little improvement in the psychiatric symptoms of anxiety and have questionable efficacy in the long-term treatment. And studies have shown a reduction in a Hamilton anxiety scale score similar to a placebo. And also, the uh, benzodiazepines are associated with a higher burden of central nervous system side effects, like a uh, cognitive impairment, psychomotor impairment, daytime sedation, and uh, other things. So, I definitely feel like there could be a better way of going about it as far as uh, using something that is could be considered free in most instances, which is exercise, and not have you know to be having our bodies you know strict with these drugs that we think they are doing a good thing but they're actually not you know because there's certain pills out there you know you might take them they're supposed to help you with this but then that might the side effects of you include hair loss diarrhea upset stomach you like you know it's not what i signed up for so i definitely feel like there's uh the pharmaceutical side definitely is trying to get money out of people so they see that as a way to buy into people. He's like, oh, okay, you know, if you have it, this is what you need to take. And then after that, it's just a money game for for the companies. They, they just put it out there to make money. So I definitely feel like that is a, a very wrong ploy by the pharmaceutical companies. And I feel like there's a way we can go about it as far as uh, improving looking up through exercise. So that's what I'm going to cover. So signs of looking for as far as... I'm gonna cover uh, generalized anxiety. I know there's other types of anxiety. You got uh, like PTSD, SAD, which is like social anxiety disorder, uh, panic attacks, uh, certain phobias, uh, things like that. I think I think dementia falls in that play too. But I'm just gonna mostly cover uh, generalized anxiety. So the signs to look for would be excessive worry. And these are just things I'm, I'm just naming. Uh, so excessive worry about a number of events. So that could just be about worrying about what's going on in the future. Uh, just what's going on. Just excessively worrying about it. Uh, next would be inability to control the worry. So you've worried about the future. Now you can't necessarily control it. So now that's something that you always think about or it always pops up or you can't avoid it. It's just always there. Uh, restlessness. Restlessness. So being very restless. Not being able to, you know, to necessarily sit still uh and maybe you are sitting still but maybe maybe your mind's just like restless like you can't just you can't necessarily think about what's going on today you you are just so excessively worried about whatever is going on in your mind at that, at that point uh it could be a number of events another thing would be uh diff- difficulty difficulty uh concentrating so it's very, very hard to concentrate. Uh, very hard to concentrate. I, I could tell you to do something, you know, pretty simple, but at that state, even something to that extent, it would be just very hard to do. So just think about doing something that's cause some even more concentration. You know, think about something that's very tedious. So being in that state, it would be impossible to concentrate. So your mind would just go blank. Uh, things just would add up. Yeah, things wouldn't add up. It's hard to really concentrate on certain certain things, maybe anything at that point. Uh, the next sign would be uh, irritability. So being uh, so, so things would, would be very irritable. irritable. Certain things would be very problematic to you. So 
you would just become very irritable about certain things out of nowhere. Uh, it, it, it could be just little things, little small things would just tick you off. Things that you would blow by, you would blow past by uh, beforehand, but now they're really, really uh, bothersome. Uh, another thing would be sleep disturbance, so not be able to sleep well, and I not be able to get that deep uh, REM sleep. Maybe you waking up out the night, or maybe you are sleeping but you not having enough deep sleep. You you sleep for maybe four hours at a time. You get up, you go back to sleep, or you can't sleep. So sleep disturbance is one, and one of the last ones uh, I was able to write down would be muscle tension. So. As far as that, it means your muscles in your body are real tight. So just think about possibly like your neck muscles being real tight. Uh, maybe it's your back that's real tight. Maybe it's your legs that's real tight. Uh, yeah, anything in your body that's real tight. So think of muscles. So neck, we got those in our neck, in our neck of course. Uh, muscles in our back, chest, all around. So think about neck, back, legs chest, lower body, anything in that area. So before, uh, I suggest ways to improve what to have through exercises, uh, as far as anxiety, what we first need to figure out is like the, uh, the workout variables. So there are, other, so there are, there are variables, so I'll let it write down uh, six of them. So there are duration, intensity, levels, type, location, time of day and social support so I'll break each down each one of those so uh, basically for duration how long we plan to work out so we do know that exercising is good for uh, periods of time now how long and how short depends on the person but obviously we want to be in that sweet spot so uh, a good sweet spot probably 20 30 40 minutes would be a good sweet spot for, uh, for most people. Uh, maybe even less than 15 minutes. But around that 20, 30 area, maybe even 40, uh, if you want if you want to get even more work in during that time, it's helpful. Uh, intensity level. So we definitely want to push the intensity. It wouldn't be like, for instance, let's, let's say on a scale of 1 to 10, we want the intensity to be more than likely over 5. Uh, over 5 would be good. Uh... So around, let's do six, seven-ish would be a good intensity. If you really push yourself, uh, eight, maybe even nine. But a good number would be above five, so around that six, seven number, eight or nine possibly uh, would be good as well. So just really uh, pushing yourself, getting that heart rate up, getting that blood pressure uh, rising. A type, a type of workout, so. Is this cardio? Is this strength? Is this a combination? Uh, are we running, doing some cardio, then working out? Are we working out, doing some cardio? Is it just cardio? Is it a type of cardio? Is it basketball? Is it swimming? Is it football? For strength? Is it, you know, is it body weight? Is it dumbbells? Is it barbells? So type definitely plays a factor. So I would suggest anything that's comfortable for you that you like doing. Because, of course, we don't like doing what we don't want to do. So, like, if if I hate running, I'm probably not going to run to help with what I have going on. But if I do like, for instance, let's say I do like swimming. 
Okay, so that means I will go for a, a nice 20 to 30 minute pretty, you know, pretty intense swim. So it's really, you know, really pushing myself in that water for 20, 30 minutes to feel good. Uh, next variable, location. So where are we working out at? Are we working out outside? Are we doing inside at a gym? What type of gym is it? Is it a private gym? Is it a, a gym at my apartment? Is it a gym at school, at college? Is it a gym at a local gym, like a Gold's, like a, a athletic center, like a YMCA? So, so that plays a play. That plays a part as well. Uh, location. So pick a location where you feel the most comfortable at. Uh, for me personally, I like either outside or in a gym. Either one doesn't matter. Uh, other people, you might have that, that opportunity to go to a gym, whether it be for cost or not be one close enough to you. So that's where outside can come into play. Or possibly, you know, if your apartment has a small gym, work it out there time of day a time of day is a key I feel like because for a time of day you're dealing with uh, mental health there are certain times of the day where you feel good than others so a person of a, of a uh, having those anxiety symptoms they may feel not as good in the morning working out so that may be a good time to get in a workout right there before you do anything like when you wake up uh, and let's say you have a small breakfast if that's your time of day that's when you are feeling it that may be your best time to go get a workout in that morning so for some people and they get up you know at 4 or 5 in the morning to work out, work out before work that may be your thing or you may be the type of person that you may have to do it Next is social support. So for social support, that would be, you know, are there people there with you to challenge you to work out? Do you have people that are working out with you or people that are holding you accountable to work out? Uh, social support is, is a very, very helpful tool uh, for to be able to work out. It just gives you that sense of, sense of pride, that sense of accomplishment, you know, that, that sense of just feeling good about yourself. We know you have other people who want you to do good as well, who want you to feel good. And in turn, you go help them feel good. And everybody just naturally is a better person. Uh, then after that, basically, combine all this information with what I found at work personally. I found that around anywhere between 20 to 30 minutes of a somewhat mild to somewhat moderate Intensive exercise is a great way to help alleviate some symptoms. So what I mean by mild to moderate exercise intensity, I basically mean either cardio or some type of strength-based exercise. So for cardio, for example, that would be 20, 30 minutes. So that could be either a high-intensity sprint slash recovery run on the treadmill. That could be a jog outside. That could be a so, somewhat of a tempo run. That could be a sport. So maybe that's like basketball, you know, for 20, 30 minutes. Maybe that's playing football, uh, things of that nature. And for strength, so basically strength just would be any type of resistance-based exercise program. So that could be body weight. That could be you using free weights. 
uh, machines, other variables. So like sandbags, medicine balls, jump ropes, uh, roll machine, bikes, ellipticals, anything that requires your body to have movement uh, that gives you resistance. So any resistance-based movement or even a combination of the two, so even a cardio and a strength combined in the sense there'll be some type of, let's say, hit training where you're doing bodyweight squats mixed with runs and sprints. So that's a combination. That would be a, actually a great workout. So as far as to alleviate the symptoms, if you want to get a little bit deeper as far as like which symptoms there are a couple that you can target specifically. So one of them would be, for instance, uh, feeling agitation. So you might be feeling agitated. Certain things might just be bothering you for whatever reason. Like usually they don't bother you, but now they really, really bother you. So um, a good thing would be some type of muscle relaxation. Because uh, a lot of times we are feeling that, that agitation, that stress, you're feeling it. A lot of times people feel it in their traps, like in their shoulders, neck area. So maybe a good... Uh, massage might help or a good stretch routine so like maybe a good long stretch routine maybe you get a good 5-10 minutes stretching going uh, either before or after your workout uh, yoga is also good too yoga puts you in those uh, <laughs> those uh, movements that requires your body to be extended periods of time so yoga will also be a good one uh, another specific symptom would be sleep so maybe you have difficulty sleeping at night uh you can't get enough for whatever for whatever reason it's just no matter how hard you try to sleep you just can't sleep so maybe some type of uh pre-bedtime stretch would help like before you go to sleep maybe you take out five minutes out your day to just you know stress stretch out all the tense muscles in your body whether it be your legs uh, neck, chest, area, back. Just get a nice little stretch on. Have your muscle relax. That way you may have a, a, a better time going to sleep. And then finally, uh, hit training. So just getting that high intensity interval training, so getting that heart rate up. Uh, that could be good too, as far as if you're the type of person that uh, when you are having those symptoms and you have that elevated heart rate and now your heart is beating real fast and you know you're seeing things you you feel like your mind is racing uh you're just sweating profusely so maybe hit training might be able to help you by doing hit training you are getting your body accustomed to being in that state so that way now your body knows okay this is comfortable I, I, i'm okay with this feeling i felt this before this is nothing new heart rate's going up i'm sweating Okay, we know, how, we know how to deal with this. Uh, that may be another great thing. Hit training might be something for you to do. Uh, other than that, I think that's all I got for part one. I'm going to do part two uh, sometime later on in the week. If you like what you heard, uh, subscribe, comment, send it to a friend, share it. Uh, they may like it. And then come back to me. I'll have some more for you guys. Thank you.